0: Matt we are back with yet another L T V and usually when we do these Al TVs it's a YouTube video that I'm able to find sometimes a daily motion video and they're kind of chopped to shit right it's like this three-hour television experience is like reduced to like 35 minutes and a lot of people will write to us saying oh you're missing a lot of the jokes well we found on archive.com that this particular episode was just
1: basically unedited, uploaded, like every video, every commercial break. It's just two hours of MTV from this year. And for people who said we were missing the jokes, you were right. You were right. And say there was a lot here that I was so grateful to have. In this episode, but I
0: also think that I realized, oh, he does a lot of like replaying old bits to fill out these two hours. Well, there's a lot. There's a
1: lot. There's a lot of replay of old bits. Probably the most recycled material that we've seen so far. Especially mm-hmm. when you factor in that one Canadian edition that yeah, he the did, much music which he, he definitely yeah. we had. I think when we even talked about that one, we had the sneak the suspicion that that might happen. But yeah. the fact that this is so bulked out with everything, including the music videos, the like, I actually feel like. Despite it being rehashed material, it was one of the most satisfying LTVs I've watched so far.
0: Yeah, and this was a bulked-out episode of LTV, so we decided to bring in our most bulked-out guest we that bulked we can think out. of. Uh, my good buddy, Nate Lopez from the 91 Donkey Lane podcast.
2: Nate, welcome, finally, Hello. to Weird Algorithm. Hello, yes. Thank you for having me on. I'm I'm so excited to do this. So
0: I have to ask, what is your experience with Al-TVs first? And then we'll dive into Weird Al mm-hmm. in general. But was this your first mm-hmm. ever experience watching an Al-TV? Or did you try to catch it when it aired on MTV?
2: Oh, yeah. I was 13 at the time. So I was. this was prime Weird Al for me. Um, <laughs> he had just released or was releasing the Off the Deep End album. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first time that his... Uh, parodies had directly affected my pop culture. I was a huge Nirvana fan, and it was one of those times where I loved Nirvana. I loved Weird Al, and I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be upset that he was making fun of Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I was, this is prime me. I, I remember specifically. A couple of these bits uh from when i was 13 because this was kind of big deal between me and my friends you know al tv would come on and we would try to record it off the tv and we would talk about it this was i mean i was in boy scouts at the time and al weirdo al yankovic was easily a top five uh topic of discussion on every single boy scout meeting every single camp camping trip he was this was prime me so i, I was i was right here for this so i remember watching him not sure if it was this episode, but I do remember watching Al TV.
0: All right, and I—I I mean, the most logical follow-up question is also: Do you remember the first time you discovered Weird Al existed at all?
2: Yeah, uh, again, Boy Scouts. This was—I guess I was like 11. I was a really young scout, and it seemed—it's funny to say this, but it seemed subversive at the time because mm-hmm. we were totally. listening to. Yeah, we were listening to uh, Christmas at Ground Zero. And ah. <laughs> just the idea that you could make fun of something like Santa Claus that hard, it just it, it <laughs> blew my mind. It was so good. I went home and I immediately devoured every single bit of Weird Al I could get. I bought all those albums. I used to shovel sidewalks and I'd get an allowance from my parents. All of that money went to Weird Al for a good solid 18 <laughs> months. <laughs> I love that okay perfect. I will say so, in the
1: world of weird Al's subversive parodies A like Christmas of Ground Zero is it definitely qualifies yeah right? that, that is still a bold and upsetting thing to hear <laughs> many many decades later it's it's crazy
0: yeah we establish real quick what year it is when you hit play on this this archive yes. video because we just get. Pearl Jam Alive. That's the last video that plays on MTV before Al TV kicks off. Yes. And we're like, all right, this is where we are. Um, Instead of the normal, you know, normally the Al TVs would start off with him making fun of the first episode of MTV and he would do like the whole rocket ship. And yeah, it's the 90s. He's not doing that anymore. Now it's just a teeny tiny Al TV gong that he runs in and kicks and then just starts
1: dancing (laughs) as the song plays. It's. Perfect. It was surprising then, to see a different intro there. I, I thought the same thing. Especially, well, now in hindsight, because I hadn't thought of it at the time. Like so much of this is recycled. But there's the the bits of new footage are are truly new. Gotta Truly that. new. And then, of course, if
0: Al's taking over MTV, why would the first video that he play not be UHF? It <laughs> just makes sense for that to be the song that you kick it off with. But then we get the thing that we've probably been missing out the most with all the other ways that we've watched the LTV when we get the REM losing my religion video where he is just commentating over Uh the video. He's making sound effects, the squeaking noises
1: every (laughs) time Michael state dances. That was (laughs) so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's worth people should watch these because he is just, I, I still cannot believe that he got permission to do this. (laughs) <laughs> he, he, he is just yelling over the song. It's
2: wild. Like when he just screams,
1: consider this. Consider this. <laughs> lost my shit. I yeah. lost one.
2: That was so funny. He is
1: yelling <laughs> over losing my religion the whole song and doing like commentary kind of over the top. There's more of these coming up. Oh, and, yeah. and it's an amazing thing to watch live because when you're watching the two-hour break, you really – it makes you appreciate how subversive I'm going to use that word again. You honestly cannot tell sometimes whether or not a music video is going to be an Al spoof yep. or it's the real thing. You can't tell if a commercial is real or an Al spoof like the way it just <laughs> plays is so yeah. hard to track where you, you are in the show. It's really an incredible feat. You We're honestly, so
2: deep in the parody hole. It's it yeah, eating yeah. its own tail. Exactly. Like that, exactly. There's That's, a Van Halen uh, uh, oh video oh my god coming up There's later. so I much to talk. Sure. The yeah. number
1: of music videos I had to cross-check. Like, this <laughs> yep. took me... Uh, honestly, guys, this took me like the longest prep time for any episode I've ever had because this is two straight hours of footage. And then I had to yep. go and check and be like, wait a minute, I don't think that was in the Van Halen video. <laughs> but I yeah, haven't seen no. a Van Halen video in forever, so I had to like check my... Like, did Van Halen add a dig to david lee roth into their own music video (laughs) yeah the answer is no but for a minute i honestly thought they might have
2: um can i make a quick point about uhf before we oh sure
1: absolutely in
2: in a row we got victoria jackson michael richards that was shocking that little just five (laughs) second run there really really kind of whacked me in the face
1: (laughs) in hindsight i mean uhf is even more it only gets wilder as the years pass, and you look back on what it was. Yeah. It's just so hard to believe that, you know, a, uh, a true how-did-this-get-made scenario, you know? Ab-
0: absolutely. I, well, so here's the thing. The only way, truly the only way to tell what is going to be a legitimate video and what is going to be, like, Al doing a parody of a video is how likely is it that MTV would be playing this video in 1992? You know what I mean? So like when (laughs) Madness House of Fun played, I was like, this is 100% Al pulling out a song that he loves and just throwing it into the broadcast. Same thing with like, they might be giants. They might be giants, the
1: B-52s, which actually the B-52s arguably are the one of the only ones in the middle there where they actually do have like a legit hit. But we know Al loves the B-52s. Yeah, no, some of the picks are clearly just Al's taste, which is also wonderful to see. (laughs) Just yeah, one like the Ricky was putting Ricardo, out there. he
0: just yeah. plays a music video from Ricky Ricardo, like an I Love Lucy dance
2: Guys, track. That was so, God, that was the weirdest <laughs> part of this two hours. <laughs> okay,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, because this is the most important thing we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> and we're just going to get right into it. We've, we're we're yeah. jumping ahead slightly, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. So there is a music video <laughs> that plays in the middle of this that is credited to Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. And the song is called Babaloo Music.
2: Yeah, who who is a fictional character by the Ricky way? Ricky Ricardo <laughs> is <laughs> not a real <weird laughs> guy. It's next. Ricardo.
1: <laughs> but but guys, I, I I did some research on this. That is yeah, this is a real song. It's a real song that Al made. Oh, oh God, my, that is no. the, Weird Al did a remix. Weird, weird oh, Al is a producer of a record. That is called Babaloo Music that came out in the 90s, that Al produced. The entire point was to take the music of I Love Lucy and try to introduce it into a new generation. But that first song wow. is a straight weird Al remix containing no sound idea. bites and musical elements from I Love Lucy. Guys, I, no I was flabbergasted
2: to find this.
1: <laughs> it is the if you look on Al's credits, it is yeah. the second credited production he has after uh
2: peter and the wolf wow and there was real there's real time spent on this too oh my god The recoloring it was yeah there was time spent on this but i i I had to watch it twice it was i watched
1: it at least four times i i could not believe it (laughs) there is a full cd of music and al produced all of it now it seems like a lot of it is just truly lifted from the show um Mm -hmm. but that it's on cd that cd is nowhere to be found i have to look on the second hand mark i I need to find wow. this this is this is important this is like i, I this is a true lost al thing that i did not know existed i don't know if anyone listening to this is screaming at their car radio right now going like you idiot you didn't know about babaloo music but i had no clue this is an actual al mm-hmm. thing this we're gonna have to like I talk about it more later. I think I don't, it's just count as an actual Al yeah. track. It might,
2: I had no idea it existed. I, I thought was I floored. knew a lot about weird out. Totally had, floored. The first time I'd ever heard that. I knew about Babalu, right? Yeah. Kind of everyone knows about Babalu. I was, this was, This was something else. I would like to see an update on it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it came at a time where you can also appreciate in the video. They do the thing where like some of the footage is in black and white and some of it is in color, which Mm -hmm. was at the time they were restoring the old episodes and and colorizing them. So I think that this went hand in hand with that. Um, You can just see. And it's amazing because Al's credit, even on the CD, I found a picture of the CD. And on the back, it just says produced by Al Yankovic. It doesn't even say weird Al. Wow! It says produced well, by Al Yankovic. You can't
2: be weird when you're producing. You can't you be, be weird when you're producing
1: Al. for uh, a fictional TV character. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real human being. The at '90s
2: all. loved that. Like the The Simpsons had a couple albums. The in Simpsons the early put 90s. out records too. So, yeah, yeah. It
1: was... So Babaloo music.
0: I love Lucy's greatest hits. A used copy is on Amazon right now for seventeen dollars. That's that's $17. worth it.
1: I mean, I. I, I I I watched this yesterday. I did some research. I found that one track on YouTube. And again, you can find it as a music video. If you search for Ricky Ricardo, Babalu Music, you'll find this video. Um, And everyone needs to watch that right away. But I really think we might need to find this album and and do a deep dive on it. But no, this is shocking. I'm like
0: sitting here and I'm like, I could theoretically write this off. This is for the podcast. (laughs) Right here, uh, live as- on the air, because it says there's only one left. I'm going for it. I'm buying it. Do it. Yeah, as your Do accountant, it.
2: I, 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 mean it. I approve. <laughs> <As your laughs> count-
1: yeah, this is this is critical. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is a valid write-off. Anyone from the IRS listening can
2: agree. Yeah. yeah. I, You know what I did appreciate about the beginning of this episode, getting off of Bobaloo for a second? Yes. Is that his first run of jokes were potato puns. <laughs> And his first song was Taco Grande, just sticking with theme. So, right, there. Yes. right out of the bat, he knows what he does and he does it well.
1: <laughs> so, right away, the start of it is him talking about how the Seattle music scene has died and that the new <laughs> hot scene for music is Boise. <laughs> <laughs> and he proceeds to make five really bad potato puns in a row. They got worse. I, they got worse they as got they worse. went. I actually didn't even write them down because I was just like, nope. sure, this is Al just doing yep. bad potato puns. The only puns.
0: one I wrote down was this spuds for you. That was <laughs> yeah. the first yeah. one yeah. that jumped yep. out at me. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, he, and then
1: we get the music video for uh, the best we're going to get is an example of a music video for Taco Grande, which I think uh, we talked yeah. about briefly in that episode. Well, so that, the much music thing that we got, he kept talking about
0: how he was going to premiere the newest music video from Gerardo. And then all we got, because the people who are putting on YouTube are so afraid of copyright infringement that it literally was just like, and here's the new video. And then it just cut to the last 10 seconds. And we heard him say taco grande. And we were like, wait, (laughs) does there exist a video where I'll just put his song over top of the original video and called Mm. it a day? And the answer is yes, but I do want to bring it back to the Al News real quick. He does oh, do yeah. all the potato bits. He goes to the it, he goes to the video, which there is a funny thing in the video that we'll get to in a second. But he gets a very timely Bill Clinton joke oh God, in there, yes. where he says he tried a beer once but didn't swallow. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my laughs> which God. is such a good. Reference at that time to the, like, I smoked, but I didn't inhale. I was going to say, no. for
1: potentially younger <laughs> listeners to this podcast who maybe are not familiar, when Bill Clinton was running for for office the first time, mm-hmm. he got busted for admitting that he had tried marijuana in his youth, yeah. and that was his line of defense was, I, I tried it, but I didn't inhale which created wild. a tremendous amount of debate among people, going, "Is that even a possible a thing you can do?"
2: <laughs> yeah, they they would always play it. They'd always play it over footage of him playing saxophone on our. I Hall. know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> saxophone playing pothead from Oklahoma or Arkansas. Did you catch the credits in the bottom of the
0: screen during the Taco Grande video that says Weird Al Yankovic, Taco Grande? as visualized by gerardo that's hilarious as
1: visualized by gerardo without a doubt the only time gerardo got that credit in his whole stupid
2: career that is so funny that's that's a michael scott joke that honestly it it really is michael scott
1: I, i cannot believe that that was used like in earnest which is just as visualized by gerardo which is just their way of saying this is a completely different song overlaid over the wrong music video um, it's really fun to watch though, because every you get those moments where occasionally Al's lyric and his line up,
2: yeah, and, like and you just
1: see him like seemingly singing Al's lyric to the song, and those are those are fun. I also, I'll be honest,
2: I watch I watch a lot of dubbed anime these days. My girlfriend is very very into it, so I'm watching a lot. I I didn't notice, didn't anything even register either. that it was yeah, an didn't yeah. register. Just, this is happening. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, then he gets into a Def Leopard
0: Al news break where he talks about how uh, Joe Elliott lost his car keys, leading to the breakup of the band, saying that this was the last straw, uh, which is such a dark joke. But, but uh, then it cuts to an Al interview, which. I don't remember what this because I watched this a couple days ago. I having quotes. Get on your knees, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he,
1: he is... says yeah. to them. He says, uh, "I thought you were working on." It's like, what's the name of that new uh, really sweet ballad you guys oh, that's were working he... <laughs> on? And then it cuts to Def Leppard, who just say, "Get on your knees, bitch." And you're just yeah. like, oh my god, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, god. but uh, yeah, no. That's uh, I think that that. Def Leppard joke did appear on the much music one as well. It's going to be hard to track every single one of these and whether or not we've seen it before. There's, I felt like that was vaguely familiar to me, but there there was a lot of them where I was like, I I'm pretty sure like the Paula
0: Abdul one, I know for sure was in the much music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but so we get another Al prize, a contest for my dinner with Al, my yeah. dinner with Al, but it, it, we have to shout out certain Alisms. The one of the previous contests he names Uh is the guess the number of molecules on my butt.
2: butt. Like
0: (laughs) he just keeps coming back to this one line (laughs) in so many things. And then of course during the date we know that there's one thing that Al always likes to promote. It's flossing. Al is just sitting there at the table, flossing his teeth immediately after the meal.
2: With food in his mouth. I was gonna say, food in his mouth.
1: It is actually one of the better. There's no way to properly describe what a great visual gag it is that Al is describing the dinner that you win with him, and he is at the table just being an absolute pig with the food, and this woman is looking horrified, and he's just dumping, like, liquid on her plate, and at the end, he is flossing in front of her at the table with a yep. mouthful of food and using like six feet of floss that he's just was aggressively easily. like easily <laughs> like he's sawing his head off. Cutting down a tree. <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. In- insane.
0: Uh-huh. Um
2: there was a commercial in this one for Vidal Sassoon mm. that I have to comment on. It was a okay. three and it, it it's it's shows you how the times have changed. I get made fun of a lot if I use two and one. You know, my girlfriend, oh, you should separate the conditioner, shampoo, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This was a Vidal Sassoon made for women. It was a three in one, one bottle, three different soaps. I thought that was that was very uh, forward of them. I don't know. It just it, it was interesting to me that they sold three in one to women back then.
1: I didn't I clock that. What's the before. third? If it's like shampoo conditioner what's the third element?
2: I assume some sort of body wash. I don't know. Mm. It was they they said three and one in wow. it so I don't know. It seemed like it, it seemed excessive to me. It's beyond our three
1: three dudes <laughs> in this chat are not going to be able to crack this one. <laughs> what the third soap is in a Vidal Sassoon uh, 1990 special, I don't know.
0: Um if we're going to briefly talk about commercials that weren't OWL commercials, but were actually legitimate stuff, there is an ad... (laughs) to vote for the most desirable female yes. category in the MTV Jesus. Video Awards set to YouTube's Mysterious yes. Ways. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening?
2: I thought it was a bit. Like, I did too. I, I thought <laughs> it was a bit. Once again,
1: <laughs> guys, for the MTV Awards, the category is most desirable female.
2: <laughs> My God. Can
1: you imagine?
2: My God. And I was...
1: to... Did I write it down who the... Uh... The candidates were
2: um, uh, you had Julia Roberts, Christina Applegate. Uh, what's her name from Terminator 2? Linda uh, Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Those are the three I remember. Oh, Kim, Kim Basinger. Yeah. Oh, and Tia Carrere
1: oh, from oh, uh, Wayne's World. From Wayne's World,
2: of course. No, D- 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 Wayne and Garth were in 50 hottest people. And <laughs> <laughs> I did
1: see they were also promoting People Magazine, the hottest people of the year. Yes. And Wayne and Garth are both in oh, there as God. well. It's definitely a very interesting time capsule to see. uh see those sorts of things from now. But also if you want to vote in this category, you have to call their number and each phone call costs 95 cents. Of course it does. To <laughs> vote goodness. for most desirable female. Good. MTV listeners. Now, now I need to know who won. Um, <laughs> so oh, let
2: Who do you think won that? Uh, my money's on Tia Carrere. That's, I think she was given, the, uh, given
1: Wayne's world. I think that's and it, it being an MTV award. I'm inclined to yeah, agree. I feel like yeah. that's a, Yeah. It went to Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Look at that. Linda Hamilton.
0: Terminator 2 is on quite a run here, actually. It won Best Movie. It won Best Female Performance for Linda Hamilton. It won
1: Best, the Most Desirable Female. Best Performance and Most Desirable. Isn't that
2: just every young
1: girl's dream? Which also one do you best action higher? <laughs> I was going to say, which <laughs> one's higher up on the mantelpiece of Linda Hamilton's home in 2024? Another,
0: <laughs> another couple quick notes here about this particular awards show: um, the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award was given to Jason Voorhees. Look at
2: um, that! Good from, for him. Hey. Well, he went to New York and the moon. That is great. So. Yeah.
0: He he put the work in, <laughs> and uh, and there was performances. There was. Wow. There was four performances. Okay. You got uh, Vince Neil came out okay. and did You're Invited, But Your Friend Can't Come.
2: Okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> Arrested Development performed yep. Tennessee. Nice. Okay. That makes sense. That's that's cool. En Vogue performed My Lovin', wow. You're Never Gonna Get It. Dope. That's a good song. Dope. And, of course, the most important of the performances, Ugly Kid Joe came out and performed <laughs> Everything About You. Wow. Wow. <laughs>
2: What a time to be alive. I was going to
1: say, guys, (laughs) yeah. As if these desirable females weren't enough. Oh, the desi- I just I, the was kid <laughs> <laughs> I was on television.
0: I was curious if that was a one and done, but no, the desirable female role uh, award did continue. Oh, it's I'm, sure. It did. I'm, I'm sure, sure it did. did. Wow, brutal. I thought I maybe that was something where they came to their senses after the first time, but no, no oh, they, they no. kept they kept that going. Well, while well, well, we're on, it's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on a second, One last thing, because this is fucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 1994. Okay, most desirable female. One of the nominees was Alicia Silverstone in *The Crush*, where she plays a fourteen-year-old oh, girl. yikes, like, oh, yikes, no. yikes, yikes! Oh big, no! Big ick. Maybe that was no. the year they stopped. Maybe that was <laughs> big, the year someone yeah, said, "Yeah, big Natalie
2: Portman in oh, the professional vibe." <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> yeah, like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Hi-o!
1: From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective.
2: New episodes are uploaded
1: every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app.
0: So we do get a replay of a video. I think we've talked about like four times now on this podcast of Al performing Poke, Poke Your Eyes mm-hmm. Out on the Dr. Demento 25th anniversary special and every time it just so you have to shout out how Mm -hmm. impressive this live i know i've I've said it many times
1: if you haven't watched it yet go find that it's from the uh, the dr demento uh anniversary special and it's just a flawless live version of this song it really does make you appreciate just how hard how how much work goes into making these sorts of things the way they do it live with a brass band behind them i mean it's really it's really good
2: Yep. Yeah, he um, must be exhausted after every show. It's gotta oh, be so hard.
0: There's no, there's no way he's not just like passed out by the end right. of it. Um, we get the "I Can't Dance" music video, and they played the oh. video in full, basically until the last scene where Al just comes well, out put, and does his well, tap Al dance put
2: thing. himself. Al was every time they came dancing along, there was a fourth guy who was Al <laughs> who put himself <laughs> in the video.
1: Al green screens himself into this Genesis video. Yes, but, but like you. subtly enough that it's not. Yes, immediately notice. This is what I'm saying, guys. This, this is like really deep stuff. Like if you have to really be watching the show, if you're not paying enough attention, these things can go past you and you're not even going to clock that there's comedy involved in this.
2: Yeah. How how is Phil Collins, My my God, that man is weird looking. He yeah, might be, he's so weird looking. He's the only person who looked
0: more normal when he was made <laughs> into a puppet yes. in a music video. Like, I, I had that exact thought. Like the thought. Phil Collins puppet, you're like that looks more like how I imagine Phil Collins. Uh, it's
1: a Should super. Look- it's a really weird video. I don't think I had yep. ever seen that before, with or without Al. And I actually wrote down in my notes. I wrote down: Is Phil Collins hilarious? because i'm honestly not sure he might be hilarious i don't know yeah
2: he makes fun of
0: himself a lot in that video he does one of the constantly favorite segments in al tv for us is his fake tour list um and once again he shouts out the alapalooza tour uh this is still pre i mean we're getting to alapalooza
1: on our next album
0: but like this is still predating that album uh there was for him there
1: the uh, the joke of alapalooza is that it's all artists who are whose name are al Yes. yes. He runs <laughs> down like Al Gilson. Like he's just going naming everyone yep. he can think of who starts with
2: I admit I laughed. I thought that was funny. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's great. Uh he's gonna play a charity for Billy finelli He's really just taking pot shots at this poor band. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's playing he's playing the Total Eclipse of the Sun yep. set. Yes. He's playing the International House of Raw, of raw Pork of Raw Pork. Or he was no, that guy can't play it. Yeah, it got canceled. It got canceled. He's gonna play the Fresno Diner, and then of course he has yep. his month
1: his month at Bob's house. Yeah, so he, was
0: just sold out, by the way. he sold out residency. Sold out
1: thirty two shows at Bob's house.
0: What a what a huge step down because usually it was a thirty day residency at Madison Square Garden, and now it's yes, just Bob's house. He's done that before. Yeah. <laughs> One other commercial that kept showing up that I had to write down, I think it was the second or third time it showed up. I do not remember the existence of a PB Max bar, but this no. but yeah. this commercial where it's like the PB in PB Max does not stand for Penguin something. I don't even remember yeah. what the B stands for, and it's just a penguin running up and doing karate. Yeah, that was...
2: I, I, like my early '90s pop culture trivia is pretty good, and I have no recollection. No recollection <laughs> of P.D. Max. Says, yeah, the best I can PB think Max. of is
0: this: it's a candy bar filled with peanut
2: butter and jelly. Like they had, well, they had a Heath bar commercial <laughs> later on, and they, they chose the weirdest candy. No one ate Heath bars. I don't understand. The Heath this. bar
1: commercial also made Heath bars look like they were the hippest candy. <laughs> that has never been the case. Like, whoever was like, ooh, look how cool that guy is with a Heath bar.
2: <laughs> um, we get I couldn't in... tell you what's in a Heath bar. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I have to, t- t- really oh, quick, because I just looked it up. The PB Max commercials, because there's actually a Wikipedia page for it. Early television commercials declared the PB and its name didn't stand for things such as Piggy banks, Polka Band, mm. Portly Ballerina, mm. Platinum mm. Blonde, or mm. Penguin Black Belt.
0: That's mm. what penguin was. black belt. But wait. You're okay. telling me that one of the options was Polka Band, and that's not they, the ad you decided to run Al, on the weird Al. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that's a bad That's. A,
1: I don't think Al was in charge of the advertising. It was produced but by Al Mars <laughs> uh, Candies uh, and very short lived. Did not do well. Yeah. So there you go. Um, ah, well, that'd we we be go. a good
2: advertising campaign. Uh, yeah, it must they, have been they were terrible. trying.
1: They were trying. <laughs> uh, we get a, a large chunk of this.
0: Special is him just replaying. He he really reuses the complete Al footage uh as much as he can in some of these Al TVs. So we get a
1: lot of that. We which have they a episode as the Weird Al story in yes. this, yeah. which yeah. we've seen, we've talked about before. Him like with the fans, uh, batting them away, selling the the merchandise, talking to the people from his past. You get again the wonderful talking head with his parents, mm-hmm. who yeah. are great. Um, you get the, uh, I laugh every time. Oh, we get, uh, I don't want to do my laundry. Yeah. Uh, guy on every the banjo, time. which will never, I'll never yep. get tired of that. Anything that he wants so to make f- with that dude is the best. It's <laughs> so
2: funny. That guy was so funny to me. He,
0: he gave yes. so much. We need to find him. Now, the one thing I can never remember if it's in the complete Al or not is Al giving the speech to his fans where he says, <laughs> he's talking about how worthless he'd be without his fans. And he says, I'd be a kangaroo. Wait, did I say kangaroo?
2: I meant amoeba. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote this down. His order is worm, kangaroo, amoeba, paramecium. (laughs) In that order.
0: (laughs) And then we get to what we were talking about earlier, this complete re-edit of the Van Halen Right Now music video where he is just having the time of his life changing what the things are on the screen Throughout the song. Now we caught the tail end of this. He redid this on Much Music, where it shows okay. Al and it says Al's getting bored of this video. Al's gonna shut it off. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't get the full video. I did. I literally thought when we saw that that he just played the normal video and added that to the end. But he literally has like basically redone almost every single so, slide. In yeah. That video. So,
1: so guys, so for people who don't know the the original version of this video, it's like a super serious. Like Van Halen trying to make a statement music video, and every like the whole video is just these title cards that pop up on screen. Yep. And it was like right now, someone in America is deciding to keep their baby, or what I don't. It's like really intense, really dark shit, heavy, heavy stuff. And Al is adding these title cards. <laughs> of just nonsense including one and again genuinely got me where it was like one of them says right now van halen is planning a world tour (laughs) and the card that comes up after that is a video of david lee roth sitting at a desk and it goes right now david lee roth is looking for a day job yeah (laughs) because this is the van hagar (laughs) era and it, it it edited in so seamlessly that i sincerely thought i was like did van halen throw in a jab at at david lee roth because i knew at I this moment they were him. not friendly at all like it was bad scene yeah um but no it was al <laughs> um, I, I
2: do like i like this particular point in music history because it it's you can see all these hair metal bands responding to seattle so they all take themselves so seriously So seriously like, yeah for about three years here it's great there's a and Guns N' roses of- video later on that's just the most serious thing in the world oh yeah
0: and we talked about it last week when we were talking about you don't love me anymore but some of those bands even tried to recreate the sound of seattle and put out like the motley crew early 90s records are some of the most unlistenable like the self-titled album and generation swine are real tough to get through because it is a band trying to sound like the current times that has no emotional attachment to the movement that it's playing. And it just like seeps through every single song. It really does make Um, you
1: appreciate. It was such a mad dash because Nirvana again, like blew up the music world entirely. But then Kurt died so quickly that it was just like, while people were recalibrating to this new world, then he dies. And now it's like, well, now what do we do? Well, Uh that's why I've said this a million
0: times. 95 and 96 is my absolute favorite time on the radio because you get so many bands signed to record contracts Uh that would have never been on the radio bands like the butthole surfers getting contracts because they need to find the next Nirvana as quickly as possible. And you get some of the most interesting music to ever be released to radio during those two years. It's insane. To be Um, fair,
2: you also get Bush. (laughs) I love, listen, I love Bush.
0: I think 16 stone is a great album. I think that that band got better with each
2: release I think it's a serviceable album. I I, I did have it. I wouldn't turn it off, but, you know. (laughs) Also,
0: Gavin Rossdale's just dreamy. He's a dreamy human being. He was a very handsome man. man. Doesn't matter what your sexuality is, you can't look at that dude and not think, yeah, I'd fuck that. I'm not going to argue with you on that. (laughs) So... We finally have a term for people like us. We are Alaholics, Uh and there's yeah. this fake PSA for the Owl-aholics Anonymous. There is this moment I had to clock this. I think all three of us will know this reference point. There is a scene where Al is holding what looks to be a baby and then it's <laughs> this baby doll face yep. and I swear to God it's the it's the zombie baby from Dead Alive. Yeah. But that doesn't yeah. make sense cuz Dead Alive didn't come out for a year after this aired,
1: so I yep. don't know what is happening that's <laughs> amazing I'm like, you're right i didn't clock what that was i did see it and i thought that looks really familiar and it looks <laughs> too good yeah for what he has here like who, yeah. who made him this like it, it's really <laughs> like a gross gross it looking looks, creature there's
0: no way it's not the baby from dead alive it looks
2: fucking identical to it well, at it's, this point he'd already done a movie you know he had yeah. been in industry for a while i'm sure he knew somebody who's like hey check this out Ooh, i'm gonna use it <laughs> was so, that person like, peter jackson <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think peter jackson wasn't a big
0: weird elf man peter I think jackson is, is filming al tv episode six for him and it was like Ooh, check oh check okay. this
2: out okay oh, i want to see weird out as a hobbit oh, or as like as an elf
1: it's not too late we can do it we can do it we were talking about all the different video edits and
0: we'll get to the guns and roses one because that one is very funny but my favorite one is is the black or white video where oh he, him, first of all, it's him intercutting the, we're not going to take it speech
1: from yes. Twisted Sister. That into goes the- so
2: hard when he's screaming <laughs> it. Honestly, at the guys, Culkin.
1: another example of like, it, this was happening and I was like, wait a minute. This yep. is not like, cause it's, it's such a good mashup other yep. than the fact that the dad climbing the stairs just sweet switches into yeah. another dude
0: it's norm it's norm from cheers it goes from to the to, guy yeah. from animal house but yeah. like this is yeah. one of
2: those memory things where in my mind i always thought it was john goodman as yeah. the dad in my mind it was that's, always a, that's believable goodman. mistake. and to george yeah. went shows up that's yeah, right that, that kind of took me by surprise but yeah, and then you they, had, you know.
1: this guy yeah like you said the guy from animal house i don't know that actor's name just screaming at macaulay culkin <laughs> And it looks-
2: it, was, it went so hard.
0: <laughs> it's so good. And then you get to the end of the video where the people are changing and saying black or white. Uh, yes. And his overdub of every person's voice during
1: that scene, equally hilarious. Like, it's so, so funny. So we have to address something. It's important. We've talked about how for Off the Deep End, we just finished talking about Off the Deep End a whole bunch. Oh, that's right. He wanted
0: to do a parody he want- of Black how or White. Wants he got to told do a no. parody
1: of Black or White. And he was famously going to call it snack all night. And Michael Jackson said no, because he thought that the subject matter for black or white was too serious to parody. (laughs) Guys, Al plays this video and sings the whole song himself in a chipmunk voice. He doesn't change the lyrics, but he sings all of black or white like a sped up chipmunk it is absolutely hilarious and could not be more disrespectful there's no way there's no way that that is less inappropriate than whatever snack all night would have been
2: it's so funny against against that karaoke video computer graphic shit that's in most of the video it is so funny it's hilarious all the way
1: down to like michael jackson has this Stupidly high voice, and then in the middle of the song, there's that rap done by Macaulay Culkin, and then Macaulay's <laughs> rap is two octaves lower than he should be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so good, it, it's it's amazing. it's amazing, and I honestly cannot believe that it exists. Like, did Al ask permission to do that? I don't think he had to.
0: I don't think he has but, to but, on MTV. But, oh, I but yeah. think he the can fact do whatever that Michael said
1: no. I I, I'm blown away that this exists. Like I can't be the
2: only time he ever said no. There's so many weird Al Yankovic, Michael Jackson.
1: Well,
0: Uh, look, we're getting very, very, very close to this, but the other person who's infamously told Al no, a whole lot is Prince Prince. And, and we're getting to Alapalooza where he's straight up just as like, That's it. Prince keeps saying no. I'm not even going to ask permission anymore. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to do a parody of Let's Go Crazy, Mm -hmm. and I won't list it as a parody. It's just going to be listed as a style parody. But like Traffic Jam is almost note for note. The song Let's Go Crazy by Prince.
2: It's amazing. It's It's carefully constructed, yes, to be safe. (laughs) Amazing.
0: Um, So we get a live performance. I think this is the first time that we've had an actual like Al performs a song on Al TV. Very first time. and my he notes, does. You don't love me anymore. It's amazing. My notes here.
2: I would. I would. watch. I would listen to an entire album. Alan plugged. I thought, yeah, especially totally. that song was so funny in that setting, and he sings it so well. Yeah. I just. I enjoyed that so much. The, and he does the guitar fake out that he does in the video. It's
0: still funny <laughs> every time. Matt, is that Steve J playing the keys in the I, background? I think it's
1: Steve J. The bass player is, yeah. is playing keyboards. I can't tell. It might be a. Um, the, the backing track might be pre programmed. They might just be miming along back there. I don't actually know. Um, but it does seem like they're they're really doing the thing. Um, yeah. yeah, no, and it, it sounds. It takes him a couple whacks to break that guitar. At he the breaks end. the guitar right at now. the end, which is not easy for him to do. He has a hard time. And then my favorite part is after he finishes breaking the guitar, they dim the lights and you see him at the back and he is like feeding his two band members treats like they're, <laughs> like they're dogs who just did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) literally (laughs) holding it above their mouths and they reach up
0: and grab it. I I think we've said this before on this show, but the Al TV stuff more than anything else really shows that Al's not just doing... Al hasn't had the same three band members his entire career just because they're good musicians and good friends. Mm -hmm. They are so down with whatever gag or joke he pitches at them. They... Like there's no hesitation. they're just like, yep, like i I genuinely believe that they are as funny as Al,
2: I think what sets them apart and uh, like and I'm coming as a huge fan of this. I yeah. think the anti charisma exhibited by those three <laughs> is so <laughs> counterbalanced by his extreme yeah. charisma, yeah, that you find this perfect balance, you well know? they uh, they
1: just play it so straight, right? like they just yes. play it like we are here to be musicians, and, and yes giving off the aura of like, we don't understand what's funny about this. We're just here to play songs is the the smartest comedic move you can yeah, make yes. because well, they don't, they're not all going to have microphones. They're not all going to be telling jokes, but just being the straight men to Al is exactly the counterbalance he needs. Yep. It's, it's, it's very much, I mean, they're predating this
0: already by 10 years, but at this time right now, me and Matt Kelly world, um, my girlfriend has never seen the state. So we've been watching mm. oh. all the episodes of the
1: state. So fun. Yeah. And
0: I think it's in that same vein of like half of the stuff that works with the state is them buying the most absurd premise as just normal. Yep. Like, like one of the lines was one of the early sketches. If you remember is the one where the sun brings home a mud wrestler <laughs> and oh yeah, she's like, He's like, so what exactly is mud wrestling? And she's like, well, first of all, we need a pit of mud. Do you have a pit of mud? He's like, well, we have a small one under the table. Will that work? And they just like, <laughs> and they flip over the table. And he's like, I didn't even know this was a thing you could do in here. I just played in it. Like It's like so outrageous. And that's how all of Al's bandmates are. is just whatever the most absurd premise yeah. is, they just yes end into it. They're it's like, good. yep, nope, that that's totally what it is. Yep, I do like that. Al does a House of Style parody, which like there is this period in the early nineties where MTV is trying to find stuff to break up between the music videos and they are creating these obnoxious shows like house of style or like the MTV extreme sports stuff. Like it is like aggressively frustrating. I misheard what he said in the beginning. And I thought he said it was clothing made entirely of poop. (laughs) And it took until like, Forty-five seconds into this bit, where I'm like, "Oh, fruit!" They're wearing fruit.
2: <laughs> to be fair, the designer's name is Reginald Buttplug. Reginald yeah, Buttplug. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help me not think that yep. he said the word poop. <laughs> I will <won't> lie.
2: <laughs> Again,
1: um, a funny little surprising line where he was like, "Let's go to <laughs> Reginald Buttplug," and I was like, "Just did not expect Al to say that." Like, not no, at all. Like that really no. got me.
0: Then we get to—we've already hinted at it. We get the Guns N' Roses "Don't Cry" video. Wow. And his his thing where he comes on the, the line that killed me was when he comes onto the megaphone when they're playing on the roof and he goes this is the music video police stop ripping off let it be <laughs> I loved
2: his over his talking over the the big fight at the beginning no you always get to play with the gun give it <laughs> <laughs> I got it.
0: No. <laughs> Oh my god and you're right this is like again Guns N' Roses just taking themselves so seriously uh, with this video and like Don't Cry is a great song it yeah. is a great Guns N' Roses song but this video is so over the top and then the confusing closing shot of the baby coming out of the water and zooming into its eye and there are two versions of this video of course they there are. they <laughs> released a sequel video to the same song like That's... a couple months later oh. God.
1: I would. I. This was the only one I thought to myself. I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fan, generally speaking. And I thought, like, if it wasn't for Al's narration, I would have skipped this. Because <laughs> it goes on and on and on. And, yeah, it it's is, like, so
0: long. Painfully, it's so long.
1: painfully self-important.
0: Yes. Oh, the, the entirety of that, like, there's a reason why it took 20 years for the next Guns N' Roses album. Because the Use Your Illusion 1 and 2... Album Like, when people talk about how you don't need double albums, like, this is the prime example. These are, like, two albums. I think it's 23 songs total. And I think yep. the, besides, like, the rap that Axl Rose put at oh. the end of one of the songs, I think the next shortest song is, like, six and a half minutes.
2: Like, it Man. is so... Overbloat it it is so long That's so it's so obnoxious yeah That's it's walk hard styles of parody right there <laughs> oh, god. oh god um and then
0: what? the the other i always talk about this because it's a, a fun music fact they obviously announced that the next album that they were going to do was chinese democracy yep it took forever for it to come out and at one
2: point, I know what you're gonna say, and I love the, this story.
0: at one point, the Offspring was gonna release yep, an album yep. called Chinese Democracy. You snooze, you lose, and Axl Rose suit them to not release
2: the album. So that um, is so funny. It's oh. so
0: good. Uh, but we we get into probably my favorite bit that I've seen him do in a long time, which is when he's just going over some of the albums that he's purchased in the last month, this and was, he's putting them. Yeah. And the first one is the new vanilla ice track uh-huh. and it's just the song Stairway to Heaven and uh-huh. then at the end of the first verse he just goes yeah boy <laughs> <laughs> like, that was awesome. so
2: funny to me it, i feel like he predicted the next 30 years of music right there
0: <laughs> then then it's the bobby McFerrin all fart oh noises album God. which is oh so God, funny so funny
1: it sounds and like the, he might have actually gotten the guy who does all the hand farts on yes. al's records oh. it's really what it sounds like the uh the manualist i think they is the <laughs> the proper name for the hand farts man
2: Hand farts man i know right <laughs> he
1: goes
0: and Here's the new Warrant album with their new single, She's a Glazed Donut, I'm a Polish Sausage. Get it? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, which I feel bad for Warrant because, man, they did not want to be known as the Cherry Pie Band. That was like a thing thrust upon them. What are you The record do? label was like, we need another hit.
2: <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, did they bought them all houses? I don't feel yeah, that bad for yeah. them.
0: <laughs> I'll never forget the behind the music on Warrant. And the lead singer, Warren, is talking about it. He goes, you know, when I wrote that song, he's so... Di- like, when you talk about artists who hate their biggest hit, I yep. don't think anyone hated their biggest hit more than Warren. He's like, you know, back in 1990 when I wrote that song, if I knew that for the next 30 years I'd be judging pie-eating
1: contests <laughs> for the rest of my life, I maybe wouldn't have put the song... Like he is- the I, think way he a- speaks. I think he straight up says, I could shoot myself for writing that fucking song. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
2: the way so- he speaks, he sounds like a Tolkien like scholar when he speaks, you know? (laughs) know. This is what he's known for.
0: (laughs) This, we get a great violent moment from Al where he's watching a David Bryan video and he wants to see Bert. My God. A David Byrne video. (laughs) And he wants to keep replaying the scene where a hammer smashes his head. And he decides to do it to himself, and it's a pretty well done because it's a single take. Yeah, he hits himself with the hammer, and then just the blood slowly
1: just starts to come down his face. It,
0: it's it's actually
1: like kind of harrowing. Like he yeah. does because it was funny because he does again a classic bit that he has done before on yeah. LTV where he's like, "Oh, I love that bit. Show it again." And they show again David Byrne hitting himself with a hammer, but then it's like a cartoon effect where his head shrinks and then gets big again. It's very like um. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and Al makes him do it a couple times. And I thought the joke was going to end the way it usually does, which is where he asks again. He's like, can we watch it one more time? Oh, uh, sorry. They're telling me we got to move on. <laughs> like the producer yelling at him from the yeah, back yeah. that he's shown the same clip six times. But in this case, instead of doing that, yeah, he takes a hammer and just straight up like hits himself like between the eyes Looks like as hard as possible. He has a moment of like s- scared confusion on his face. Mm-hmm. And then he says you can "See the concussion. Yes. And then he says, um, let this be a lesson. Never hit yourself in the head as hard as you can with a hammer. <laughs> and as he's saying this, the blood is slowly trickling down it's to his nose. Like it's like if, if he was just lo- like it's almost out of a movie. It looks really good slash.
2: It reminded me upsetting. of *The Fifth Element* when Gary Oldman is oh, sitting yeah. there in the blood. At that, that, I got strong vibes from that.
0: Yes. Um. All right. So we have to talk about my favorite thing that I deep dived into, which is bad news. W-
2: bad news. Yes. <laughs>
0: when Al's when Al's about to play Queen Bohemian Rhapsody, he goes, "You know, because of Wayneswell, we play this new version of the video, and I feel like people have forgotten the original, so I want to play the original." I did so much research on this fake. English heavy metal band called Bad News and this impossibly awful cover that they've done of the Rhapsody. It the is fr- insane. It's so
2: funny. The, there's 30 seconds in the middle of this video where they just fight each other yes. in their <laughs> dressing room. It's so funny. Little jokes you have to watch out for. Like, No, 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 no. I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's incredible. And yes, it, they
0: were they were a sketch group as part of the UK uh, Channel 4 TV series, The Comic Strip Presents, uh, where they formed this fake heavy metal band, basically right around the exact same time as Spinal Tap. Like, Bad News and Spinal Tap wild. both started around the same it, time. It was they crazy. They started in 83. Because so. honestly,
1: when this first started, that was the first thing I thought of, of course. I was like, this is like Spinal Tap. Who is doing yeah. this? Yeah. And as a British version, two of the guys in the band are... Uh, Adrian Edmondson and Rick Mayall, who went on for UK comedy fans. I I have more knowledge of UK comedy than mm-hmm. I have any right to because my wife is British and I've spent a lot of time over there with the band. But they were in the very popular uh, TV show, The Young Ones, huh. um, which has become like a big sort of like early, like 90s UK comedy thing. And then Rick Mayall, um, he's, he's an, an actor. Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, he was the yeah. lead of, he oh, played Fred God. in Drop Dead Fred, which depending on who you ask is either the best or worst performance of all time. The first two thirds of that
2: movie are amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, honestly, a, I'm a big apologist. I love drop dead Fred. I think that movie is, is honestly,
0: great. I, that came out on Blu-ray recently. So I grabbed it to rewatch it. Cause I loved it yeah. as a kid, that movie tackles some really
2: deep shit about Dude, like child abuse and really, stuff yeah, in the last yeah, act. And I was it, like, Oh my God, It felt like a black box performance. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> it <laughs> it really watching?
1: takes a turn at the end. Um, yes. It's one of those but great I've, movies, a kid's movie from that time period where it's like, you can appreciate it as a wacky zany kids movie. And only when mm-hmm. you're older, are you like, Oh my God, this is hitting on stuff that I, I didn't realize how deep this was as a kid. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: but we do get Harvey right towards the end. Harvey the Wonder Hamster shows up, and Al says he's nervous because Ozzy Osbourne is Uh here. Right, get a get a classic Ozzy Osbourne biting the heads off animals thing. We get the replay of the Ozzy interview, which still makes me laugh every single time. Specifically, (laughs) the Ozzy, Ozzy, did you cut one? And he goes, (laughs) "Don't blame me." He goes, "Well, there's two of us here, so it had to be you." And he goes, "It may be, it may be
1: not." <laughs> and my other favorite, I know I quoted this exact line last time, but Ozzy Al just asks Ozzy like, "How's how are you doing? How's your family?" And Ozzy just goes, "My kid went to see a movie and got run well, over." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I just I don't understand what the original context of that line was, but god, I love it so much. <laughs>
2: The only thing I've written down about that segment is an Ozzy Osbourne. I can understand. Incredible (laughs) explanation (laughs) point.
0: (laughs) So good. And then we get a fake ad for the uh, fax sex hotline. Which uh, is why kind of blue for it? Al, but
1: damn. Surprisingly, yeah. it's it, He's promoting a, a service for it. It's like, do you want to call a phone? Uh, I wish I wrote down all the dialogues. It's really funny. It's like, do you want to call a phone sex hotline, but not want to talk to some angry person who's was, mean to you?
2: Why talk directly to a bunch of dirty, underpaid women? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) I love the faxes. He sends it. What are you wearing? And then he waits and he waits and he waits (laughs) and he gets one back. Nothing. It just says nothing.
1: (laughs) Al basically invented, like, very slow sexting uh, with with his uh, fax sex program. Oh, my God. It's uh, so, so, so good.
0: It's so insanely funny. And then, of course, what other song would he end Al TV with? But smells like Nirvana. Yep. And then we just get a weird couple seconds of an MTV News special bulletin about super fans that I got about a minute
2: into and was like, I don't need to watch this. Yeah, movies. yeah, I was done. I was <laughs> done. When the girl's <laughs> crying over that dude, um, no thank you. I, I, I forget the name, but uh, yeah, no thanks.
0: But uh, yeah, LTV number six. Hopefully we can find the rest of these LTVs on the archive because boy, do we get a much bigger picture of what this like yeah. block of television truly was. Yeah.
1: We're going to, we're going to definitely keep trying to find, cause th- this was really satisfying. I hope we can find more of this. If any of you listening have any leads on this type of Al TV, I definitely want to, I I'd rather sit through the commercials, honestly, cause yeah. it, it makes the whole experience so much,
2: it does. so much more yeah. genuine.
1: Yeah. Um, Just to shout out, cause we kind of mentioned a couple of them, but I really enjoyed the the uh, song selections that I assume were Al specific the non spoofed yeah. music videos that he picked for this um, the first one that com- well losing my religion but he does talk over that but then yep. um, they might be giants a song called the statue, the statue got, got, me got me high Hi, yep yeah. which is a great track and for if you're an Al fan who is not familiar with they might be giants yeah we're, we're getting up, we're approaching uh, his actual style parody of them. But the statue got me high is a great example of like, I don't, I think you'll find a lot to like in that song. It's yeah. accordion always, heavy, super catchy.
2: I've always thought they might be giants was the other side of the nerd coin. Yeah. Like if Al yeah. went straight, he would be, if Al went straight, giants. I
1: think you're absolutely right. Yeah, no. I, and
0: so I was one of them. I think there was a generation of kids like me who discovered they might be giants because of tiny, Toon tiny tunes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did the flood like album. Yeah, they did a series of music videos of, yeah. of it was Particle Man in Istanbul. In Istanbul and I, was like, yep,
2: yep. I was
1: like, this is incredible. And Those are yep. still I mean, like two of their biggest songs because of that, because of how many because people of got that. introduced. Yeah,
2: I can probably still sing uh, Particle Man word for word because <laughs> it of definitely, that. Definitely,
1: definitely. <laughs> Um. So wait, I was, oh yeah, so They Might Be Giants, uh, Statue Got Me High, uh, we get Love Shack by the B-52s, yep. which yep. we know Al loves B-52s, that would have been a big song at the time. Um, by the song. way,
2: has, uh, has Fred Schneider always been 50? Yes. He's just 50, right? Just uh, all the time?
1: I hope so. I hope he stays 50 for the rest of humanity, because we need <laughs> yeah.
2: him. We need him. We do need him. We need uh, yeah, that that's
0: going to be, I. you know, I have like a mental list in my head of like, who are going to be... The people that when I wake up one morning and see a bunch of people have posted a picture of a celebrity, know, right? will my heart shatter? Yeah, and I, just I think. think- yeah. Fred Schneider's going to be one of those ones that I don't think about. But then when it happens, I'm going to just be like, oh, no. Yep.
2: Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just be a little bit sadder. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. Madness. Uh, uh, yeah. House we get of
1: Fun. House of Fun by Madness. We get the music video for Free Fallen by Tom Petty, yep. which is another g- glorious 90s video with completely with skateboarding.
2: The Tom Petty videos are super underrated. I yeah. Think. I, thought I loved for it.
0: For sure he would be doing something with this song. And I kept clicking around nope. and I'm like, nope, this is just He's straight just up. Play.
2: There's enough weird surrealism in Tom Petty videos that I think it kind of it's a it's a bit of a genre match for weird out yeah. in a there's weird least, way. Absolutely, there's at
0: least two Tom Petty music videos that I distinctly remember terrifying me, and it was the "Don't
2: Come Around Here No
0: More" Alice oh, nice. in Wonderland video, and the Mary Jane's Last Dance, Last Dance. video is yep. very unsettling to watch. It's a gothic horror. <laughs> I mean, Kim <laughs> <basically> dies, <laughs> but yeah. then she opens her eyes underwater at the very
2: end. Exactly, it's <laughs> like terrifying. it's great. And then they oh, eat man. the dress and the Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, one. yeah it's terrifying video tom petty i love his videos Uh, yeah that tom petty video i would have forgotten
1: because it feels so not appropriate now like the second like final minute or two of that video are literally just kids skateboarding in a half pipe yeah (laughs) it's it's so 90s at the time like it was just so in skateboarding like oh that's gonna make tom petty seem young and hip (laughs) put all these skateboarders in there it is a great video though i love it um and then i think the only other one i have is the david byrne she's mad yeah yeah. which, again, is not spoofed. It's just played a later. To be honest, I did not know that song at all, and it was not bad.
2: No, no, it felt like a deep cut. It Fe- felt like something that Al would have in his own private record collection he threw on for it, this. Yes, exactly,
1: yeah. Again, uh, just examples of artists Al has referenced in his work before. Clearly, yep. he's a big fan. Yeah, and then, I mean, other than that, there's, like, they play the uh, Money for Nothing video in here. It ends with Smells Like Nirvana. Al gets a couple of his own um, yeah. videos you to got to squeeze them in there for Exactly, sure, but- yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm wondering uh, if anything in that Money for Nothing video would hit with today's audience. Like Dire I mean, Straits, nobody we, knows about him. Beverly Hillbillies, nobody knows about them, right? The computer graphics are all... I, I feel like everything I, has aged in that it, song.
0: It's definitely one of our... Lo- it, I think it's, if not our lowest rated, very close to the bottom on our al music video rankings. Because it's ah, like, gotcha. this is not... It doesn't even really have jokes in no. it. It's just like, hey, we redid the Dire Straits video. Almost shot for shot, yeah. but here's some Beverly Hillbillies. If anything, the best
1: it. thing about it now is to watch that animation at the beginning and be like, can you can you believe that that was the best we could do? <laughs> that was there like, is- can you believe we made this? Look yeah, at how he moves.
2: One good bit in that video that I caught uh, when Dire Straits, he's Mark Knopfler is looking at this camera and then he looks at this camera and you see Weird Al. He looks at this camera and then this camera, and then this camera, and then the camera behind him, and then a camera above him, and he's trying to find the camera the whole time.
0: That was funny. That's good. That, <laughs> that is that's good. That's pretty good.
1: Um, but all right. I, that- have to, I have to give one other quick shout out just for a commercial sure. because uh, for anyone I know who uh, is familiar with Long Island, which is where I grew up, Long Island, New York, um, there is a commercial in the middle of this episode, in the middle of this block, I'm assuming whoever recorded this must have lived on Long Island because there's a lot of local ads for like car yeah. lots and stuff. There is a commercial for a place called the Courtesy Hotel. Oh. That could not be more obviously a sex hotel.
2: Yeah. With wall to wall mirrors.
1: Afternoon day rates, wall to wall mirrors, and just these like slow zoom in shots of this man and woman awkwardly holding each other like this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that whole block was funny because you have Courtesy Hotel where we all got scabies. And then the very <laughs> next commercial is for vaginal cream for yeast infections. Yes. It was just an incredible two for great. right there in the it middle. Was, yes.
1: Yes, yes. But the, the Courtesy Hotel in Hempstead, uh, very close to where I grew up, and I just that that ad took my breath away. <laughs> I couldn't believe that
2: that just ran. <laughs> midday on mtv uh oh, it was so 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 good yeah. speaking of that long island something that i noticed in there because i used to live in queens mm. was uh, pc richardson and son have not changed their jingle in over 30 years nope it's that same whistle it's been the same it will Richard, always be the same it's
1: it, if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> you know that's that's how they do it yeah no i mean again i could even just talk about the commercials forever i loved like commercials promoting pay-per-view There was a a whole pay per view commercial saying, like, this month on pay per view, you can finally rent, like, the new Rutger Hauer movie.
2: Yeah. At last. (laughs) At last. last. We can
1: watch it from the comfort of your own home.
2: (laughs) Oh, thank God. Um, Um, And
1: uh, blockbuster video commercials and stuff. It's just uh so wonderful to see it all. It was so good. Yep. So good. Tower
2: Records selling a space camp contest. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right. That's
0: right. Well, that was LTV episode six. We've got like four more of these plus two more much music. So there's plenty more I'll sketch comedy for us, mm-hmm. but Nate, thank yes you for sir. joining us. We will absolutely have you back on for please, like a please, genuine please. episode. But in the meantime, do you want to plug anything that you're up to?
2: Like, I don't know, a
0: podcast where you live <laughs> in a magical apartment. Ooh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, my, my roommate, uh, bacon and I, we do 91 donkey lane. We've been doing it for a few years. We really enjoy it. Uh, it's funny. We, uh, we're on season two now, and we've just gotten back to the house. So we are we're back in ninety one Donkey Lane. <laughs> the adventures are starting up again. We are we're looking forward. It should be a funny, uh, should be a fun season. I'd I, I love that
1: podcast. So good, right highly recommended it, to listeners of our show. It's so fun. It's, it's so fun. It's genuinely my favorite podcast yes. to listen to.
0: Anytime a new episode <laughs> comes out, I literally drop what i'm doing and find time to listen to it so we'll be back next week with even more weird al uh, back catalog stuff
1: like yeah i guess so you're listening to the geekscape network